Hello, and welcome to the Williamsburg Unitarian Universalists. We are a vibrant liberal religious community that treasures diversity, practices justice, and teaches love and respect for everyone. We grow spiritually through worship, shared learning and service, and relationships that go deep. As we say each Sunday, whoever you are, whomever you love, whatever your image of the holy, your presence here is a gift. All are worthy, all are welcome. Good morning. I'm Susan Marcinkus, and I am your worship associate today. And it is my pleasure to welcome you to the, to the Williamsburg Universalist Unitarian Workshop Service. Oh, sorry, Uni Williamsburg Unitarian Universalist Workshop Service, uh, Worship Service. Whether you are participating in person in our sanctuary, online, Zoom, YouTube, audio live stream or podcast, we are so glad you're here. If you'd like to follow along with the order of service, I invite you to visit wuu.org to download a copy. If you're visiting today, we offer you a special welcome. On Zoom, we invite you to say hi by typing a quick note into the chat and, uh, and if you'd like to sign up for our email list. Please figure, fill out the online visitor form at wuu.org and I'll get my tongue to work in just a moment. Also, we invite you to one of our discussion groups after the service so you can get to so we can get to know you. You can choose between staying in the main room to reflect on today's service or accept the invitation to join one of our smaller social groups. Today, all of our music comes from last month's UUA General Assembly. I'll invite you to join our opening song, Draw the Circle Wide, from the General Assembly opening ceremony. Circle wide, draw it wider still. 
seems there's no relief He will hold you until the storm subsides we'll Draw the circle, draw the circle wide Draw the circle so much fun. Thank you. Again, welcome. Here at WUU, we are committed to being an anti-racist, anti-oppressive congregation. We work to ensure that all people are treated with dignity, fairness, and equity. In our worship, we celebrate the contributions of people of diverse racial and ethnic backgrounds genders and sexual orientations. We are happy that you have joined us, whether you have come seeking comfort, encouragement or inspiration, you belong here, you are seen here, even if we cannot see you physically. Now I invite you to join in in saying our welcoming words. And please, as you say these words, speak them to each other and know that we are connected across the distance. The words are pasted into the Zoom chat. So why Let, did she have to ask me to do that? Let's say them in she's brought him home. unison. Had Folks on Zoom, we will unmute you so that you can hear each other. Come, um, home, um, um, wherever you are. You are. Whomever you love, whatever you love, your presence, your presence here, is here is a gift. All, all are worthy, all are, are welcome. Each year, 
thousands of Unitarian Universalists from all over the country converge for a general assembly, five days of worship, workshops, community building, business meetings, and social action. This year's theme was justice, healing, and courage. And in that spirit, I offer these words from the Cuban American writer and spiritual leader, Christian de la Huerta. We must shine. We must shine now. This is the goal toward which we stretch step by step in our own time, at our own pace. As our beauty unfolds and our hearts open, we become gentler and more compassionate, yet brighter, more empowered and fearless. We are needed now, all of us, all of us together, all those who feel a calling to be who we are to the fullest, to make a difference, to give it all we've got. So let us worship together. Now, please join me in saying the words to light the chalice. If you have a chalice handy or candle nearby, please go ahead and light it now, as we feature Ellie Ransom, one of the GA delegates, lighting a chalice. We'll be lighting at our WUU chalice in the sanctuary as well. Again, we'll unmute you and we'll say the words in UU unison. We light this chalice. Light this chalice. For the warmth of love, for the light of truth, for the energy of action, and for the harmony of peace. Peace in our hearts, peace in our community, community, and peace in our world. Thank you, Ellie. Great job. Nice to see the outdoors as well. So one of the things that struck me most about General Assembly this year was the way that folks introduced themselves. They tried to do it in a accessible way. And I would like to both model this and invite you to do it as well. So what I'm going to do is paste some things into the chat. And I would invite you to have your typing fingers at the ready if you have a keyboard accessible to you. And the invitation is this, fill out this introduction as yourself. What would you like to share and what would allow other people to know you better in an introduction? One of the goals here is to um, be inclusive of everyone, including those with low vision. So with that in mind, this is my introduction. Hi, everyone. My name's Austin Peterson. My pronouns are she, her. I am a cisgender white female. I was raised as having European roots in the Midwest in Cleveland, Ohio. I am 37 years old and I'm wearing a pink button up top with brown hair about to my chin. And I am sitting on Powhatan land. And after that introduction, then I could give 
whatever information I would like to present, perhaps a workshop, something like that. What about you? How would you introduce yourselves? Oh, Colin, you're currently in Cleveland. Colin shares he doesn't currently have um, a camera, sadly, but he's able to participate by typing. Ooh, Colin shares a tip, use shift plus enter to add a new line to a message. Susan Marcinkus shares her name and that she uses she, her pronouns. Carolyn Greathouse shares her name. Thank you, Carolyn. Reverend Laura shares that her name is Laura Horton Ludwig. She uses she, her pronouns, has light skin and a background that is European American. Grew up in Minnesota, middle-aged and serves WU and living on Powhatan land. And I'll just share briefly too that seeing this happen with each participant at General Assembly was for me incredibly powerful. One thing that happened for some participants is that they were able to share things about the land that they sat upon, such as unceded Cree land for some folks or more. Saltwater marsh. Mm. Thank you, Carol. And so this is just something you consider, can consider for your next meeting. What things about yourself would help people get to know you better and what things would help in inclusivity and be more welcoming. We can do this at many ages. Thank you so much, everyone. And next I have for you a video, or we have for you a video, Ellie returns. We're so lucky to have her as co-leader of the William and Mary UU Circle. And she wants to share with us some of her reflections on her experience at General Assembly. Good morning. My name is Ellie Ransom. My pronouns are she, her, hers and I am a student at William & Mary, as well as a delegate for this year's online General Assembly. I loved many different parts of GA this year, including the GA-wide um, services in the mornings and in the evenings, as well as a lot of events hosted by the youth and young adults at GA. One night, I attended a small youth and young adult-led worship, worship service, and it was very beautiful. It felt very personal and intimate, which I really loved. And I was just able to talk with other young adults and connect with them. And it was really, really great to see. I also really loved this year's FAS lecture um, in which three youth and young adult of color spoke, including two of my really good friends. 
I feel very passionate about lifting up youth and young adult voices, especially within Unitarian Universalism, as I know that the UUA has not always done the best job of this. It always inspires me to see young people who are passionate about this faith and who are working to improve it, working towards its growth and continuous learning, as I hope we all are. My favorite thing I did at GA, however, was the Unitarian Universalist College of Social Justice's Action Circle. In this, in this Action Circle over Zoom, our two UUCSJ leaders talked about multiple important social justice projects, including immigrant, indigenous, and climate justice. We all took time to call and email congressional representatives, sign petitions, donate to important causes, and more. It was so motivating to see, us, to see us all coming together to do important work and cheering each other on in the chat. It inspired me to possibly put together my own action circles, though I haven't gotten around to that just yet. I am so, so glad that I attended GA this year, and I want to th say thank you so much to the Williamsburg UUs who supported me in going. I feel so grateful and excited to be a part of such a welcoming and giving congregation. Thank you and blessed be. Oh, thanks, Ellie. Ellie was hoping to be here to share that live, but she was invited to be part of a wedding. So duty called. So Ellie, thank you. Thank you from a distance to you. Now I invite us all to be together in a spirit of meditation, reflection, and prayer. Today, I want to offer uh, an adaptation of a prayer that was originally written by the Reverend Ralph Helverson, who died in 2010 at the age of 95. I heard his prayer, this prayer, in a worship service at the first General Assembly I ever attended in 2001. And I will be forever grateful for the confirmation that I heard in these words of my own call to ministry, which was just getting started at that time. And I hope that his prayer will be a blessing for you as well. Let us give thanks for all who seek the light of understanding and extend the fellowship of freedom. We lift up thankful hearts for all who seek wisdom and reach across barriers of belief and doctrine, who affirm in the spirit of truth the healing hand of argument, who serve the needs of others. We give thanks for all who embody goodness, embrace the love of all people, and encompass differences of color and creed, age, and gender. We lift up thankful hearts for all who bring beauty into our lives, who quicken our love of nature and of ourselves, who by line and color, music and ceremony and the spoken word help us to rejoice in life. We give thanks for all who practice living religion who help us to see the limits of unexamined orthodoxies. And while standing in a particular tradition, declare the religion universal 
and who dedicate themselves to the congregation of all souls. We lift up thankful hearts for all who set before us examples to follow. May they inspire us to deeper living and deeper service. And now I invite you to open your hearts to the joys and the sorrows present here in this gathered community. And I would ask that we all hold the family of Richard Costello in our hearts. Richard, remembered dearly, he died on Tuesday after a fall. He will be so missed. And today, especially, let us hold his son, Kevin, and the dear, dear friends who cherished him. Let's just take a breath and remember Richard. Also today, I wanna let you know that Rachel McCabe one of our wonderful staff members asks for your prayers and meditations for an acquaintance who survived a suicide attempt this week. May this person be well and may hope and joy return to his spirit. And with deep gratitude, I want to lift up the incredible music ministry of Dr. Jamie Bartlett, WUU's director of music for 25 years. Though Jamie is leaving her staff possession here, her legacy is everywhere at WUU. Soon we will celebrate her and all that she has given us. Today, let us offer our best energies and blessings for her, for healing and abundant happiness as she enters this next chapter of her life. At this time, I'm gonna invite you to enter into a shared silence so that you can, in whatever way feels right to you, reach out to that which is most holy to you.
May it be so. Blessed be. Amen. There's a lot to celebrate at this year at this year's General Assembly. And in a few minutes, I'd like to share some about the social justice work and the theological work we did, which I am really excited about. But the truth is that our delegates also felt some pain this year at not being in person for yet another year. And I want to honor that. Dave Wilcox, one of our delegates, remembered going to past General Assemblies and feeling incredibly energized by being in a huge crowd of other UUs and getting to connect with people one-on-one -on -one that he never would have otherwise. He reflects that the online experience was great for getting business done, but not so great for human connection. 
Wayne Moyer added, Wayne was also a delegate, he added that he really missed the in-person democracy sessions with thousands of delegates in one large hall, raising yellow voting cards, working things out together, just as our UU forebears used to do in the old style New England town halls. I would say yes to all of that. I missed being in person too. For me, it was tough seeing the faces of beloved colleagues on the Zoom screens, but not being able to go give them a hug or even just say hello. It almost felt worse than not seeing them at all. And here I am telling you this through our Zoom screens. Today, I want to honor those of us for whom this season of online community has been really hard. It isn't the same as being in person. Some things for sure have been gained. Accessibility and being able to welcome people from all over. But some things have also been lost. It's been a very lonely time for many people. And I am grateful today for our watch party folks who are leading the way in helping us regather safely as embodied human beings together. So hello, sanctuary people. I can't see you, but I know you're there and I'm glad. I am looking forward to being back in the sanctuary myself along with Dave Robbins on piano. I gotta say, I'm getting a little concerned about the Delta variant and the uptick in cases in our area. But assuming our local case rates don't go up too high, both Dave and I plan to be leading from the sanctuary by the end of next month. Fingers crossed. And of course, when we, when we get to that point, we will keep our Zoom screens open as well to keep on including all of you for whom that is still the best way to be in community right now. As for our General Assembly, next year, fingers crossed, we are scheduled to gather in Portland, Oregon. I, for one, hope to be there with bells on, and I hope that you will think about coming too. Thanks. Each Sunday, we make an offering from the bounty we are blessed to enjoy. We do so in a spirit of generosity, and in recognition of our ongoing commitment to serve our world and share our values. If you're joining us for the first time, please feel free to give if you wish, and also know that your presence is gift enough. Our offering today goes to the General Operating Fund, which supports just about everything we do. If you'd like to give through our website, please visit wuu.org and click on Give Online to WUU. If you'd like to give by text, please text the dollar amount of your gift to 757-500-0688. And I'll repeat that, 757-500-0688. And follow the prompts from there. Or if you prefer to give by check, please mail your check to WUU 3051 Ironbound Road, Williamsburg, Virginia 23185. And we thank you so much. Doom, shika, doom, doom, ka, doom.
Circle Song 6 by Bobby McFerrin, performed by the General Assembly Choir this year. So now I want to share with you just a taste of what it was like to be part of justice making at GA this year. And I want to invite you to be a part of the work going forward. Three big things to share. And the first is voting rights. We all know that American democracy is under attack and we have work to do. This year, the, the GA attendees were inspired by a special lecture by none other than Stacey Abrams, the Georgia activist and politician who founded Fair Fight Action and Desmond Mead, Desmond, a returning citizen who led the successful campaign to restore voting rights for people who have completed their sentences for felony convictions in Florida. I'm sure you've heard about that campaign. Hearing from just one of them would have been amazing, but both of them, wow. The WHERE lecture, the special lecture called the WHERE lecture, will be posted for anyone to watch starting sometime this fall. We will get the word out when it's available for you to stream. I highly, highly recommend it. 
I was electrified to hear Stacey Abrams talk about what she discovered after she lost the election for Georgia governor in 2018. She said that she realized, and I quote, these are her words, my job was not to beat Brian Kemp. In any moment I thought that was my responsibility was the moment I was straying from my responsibilities. You see, my obligation was to create space for others to hear their own voices. My obligation was to go to these communities and talk about what could be if their power was made more real, if their citizenship was to be made more concrete. My imagining had to be not about me getting a title, but it had to be about us doing the work. Stacey Abrams. And then Desmond Mead took my breath away when he described how he felt the first time he was able to vote after leaving prison. And as I was listening to this, I found I was thinking of our own Les Solomon, Les who has done so much good work helping people get their voting rights back and our own Elitos Kanata. So this is a little bit of what Desmond Mead had to say and again, these are his words. He said, as I walked in that voting booth to cast my ballot and then choosing my candidates, I understood that I was engaged in a sacred act, honoring all the sacrifices that were made. But then I realized that that act I was engaged in was so sacred that it transcended partisan politics, it transcended racial biases, and it took me to a place that said something so simple yet powerful. It said that I am. I was not voting as a Democrat. I was not voting as a Republican. I wasn't voting as a black or white person. I was voting as a human being that was declaring the legitimacy of my existence, not only in this world, but in this society, in this community, it said that I am. I am. So let us continue the work for every, every person who is eligible to vote to acknowledge their existence, to honor their being. The second point, our GA delegates this year passed a statement of conscience calling all of us as UUs to undo systemic white supremacy. This will not be news to you. We've been talking about it a lot in our congregation. I'm going to go ahead and paste the link in the Zoom chat so that later on you can read the full text if you want. Okay, um, there you go. I just pasted that link now if you want to come back to it. In broad strokes, this statement calls us all to do four things. First, to engage with the movement in our communities and nation to heal the evil of racism. Yes, 
We here at WU, we will be keeping up our congregational work of witnessing in the community, working for fairness and equity in the criminal justice system, and so much more. Second, we are called to carry forward the recommended healing actions conveyed in the Widening the Circle of Concern report. This is the report that you've probably heard us talk about already. Our congregation has been working on it all year. And next steps for our congregation include a major anti-racism training that our program council leaders will be offering hopefully this fall. Third, the statement calls us to build relationships across boundaries of privilege and oppression. Many of you here have done incredible work to build connections with partners like All Together and The Village, and now we just need to keep that going and expand. And finally, the statement calls us to fulfill our UU role as a spiritual anchor to BIPOC UUs, that's Black, Indigenous, and People of Color, a spiritual anchor. This one is very dear to my heart, and I will do whatever I can, as I hope you will too, to support all our congregants of color in their spiritual journey. I'm really proud to serve a congregation like this that walks the talk, and I cannot wait to live into that even more fully with you. So I said I had three things to share about justice this, at this General Assembly. And the last thing I wanna share is a look ahead. In the next couple of years, we as the members of the Unitarian Universalist Association are going to be revising our seven principles. Now, this is kind of a big deal for those of us who love our seven principles and lean on them as a guide for our living. Frankly, it makes me a little nervous, wondering whether the language that sings to my heart will still be there in whatever new version we create. One thing we know will be in there. This year, the General Assembly delegates passed a responsive resolution calling for, and, and I quote, the resolution is that proposed changes include in the principles a clear and direct statement that accountable systemic anti-racist and anti-oppressive actions to build beloved community are part of what it means to be Unitarian Universalist. I'm going to go ahead and paste that in the chat too because that was a lot of words. Hang on. And sanctuary people, I'm sorry, we're going to be figuring out a better way to get all this to you too. Um, so thank you for bearing with us. So that statement feels really fantastic to me. I hope it will to you too. In fact, a lot of UU congregations around the country have already endorsed this idea as a so-called eighth principle, an eighth principle. It's the right time for this. We need it so much to support our UUs of color and keep us all moving forward together. You know, I've also been really touched to hear from folks working on the revision project that right now, there, in fact, is no mention in our seven principles of one of our deepest values, and that is love. So maybe it's time for that to change, too. As Unitarian Universalists, we have revised our principles many times before this, as times change and needs change. And I find that I cannot wait to see what new language will come forth 
to speak to a new generation of UUs to inspire us all with a fresh vision that boldly declares, this is who we are, this is what we love, and this is what we stand for. May it be so. Let us close now with a song from one of the UU Ministers Association worship services at General Assembly this year. It's called We Rise. It is by Batya Levine, a Jewish musician, and it has a little Stevie Wonder woven in there too. It was arranged by Jennifer Heyman, the wonderful music director at All Souls UU in Washington, DC. Let's listen. We rise, humbly hearted rise, won't be divided, rise, with spirit to guide us, rise, in
Was wonderful and thank you reverend laura it was, it was a wonderful morning now it's time to extinguish the chalice now let us say the words in you you unison to extinguish the chalice and we invite you to blow out your candle at the same time we'll paste the words in the zoom chat and someone in the sanctuary will put out our chalice We extinguish the flame, but, but not, not, not light of the warmth, the warmth of community, and the fire, fire of commitment. Until we are together again. Well done, everyone. Thank you all. And now, no matter where you are on Zoom, on YouTube, in the sanctuary, listening on audio, I invite you to hold out your hands as a sign of all that connects us wherever we are. May we go forth united as one, strong in love, powerful in hope, ready to do the courageous work of justice and healing, not just today, but in all the days to come. May it be so. Amen and blessed be.